Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalam ala Rasulillah nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin thumma amma ba'd Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islam wa sunnah ya marhaban bikum we welcome you to another episode of Marriage Hacks 101 and today's episode is going to be sending around a very fundamental question, and that is, do you play your position? In order to identify certain problems of a particular thing, you have to peel it back to its bare elements and to investigate and to examine whether or not these elements are intact or are they in need of repair? Or do they have to be established? Are they even there? We want to focus in on some aspects and mention other aspects. The aspect that we want to pay a little more attention to in this particular episode, and I don't want you to believe or to think that we're not going to focus in on other things or we're just going to look at one side and not the other side. No, all sides will be examined and all sides will have their turn. Uh, but in any event, Yanni, you know, we got to start somewhere, right, with regards to this particular affair, this particular topic. Anyway, we want to look at the obedience, the obedience of the wife for the husband. Now, is this obedience something that is intrinsic, or is this obedience something that must be earned, right? Because, uh, you know, that question may sound silly to some, but there are individuals who believe that, it must be earned, and that unless X, Y, and Z, then there is no obedience that is to be given. Uh, undoubtedly, this is problematic within within itself because it is contrary to the book in the Sunnah, as we will come to see. As Sheikh Muhammad Ali Farqus, Ta'ala, he mentions, as relates to the topic of the woman being obedient to her husband, Naam. The Shaykh says, He said that this obedience, then it is something that is legislatively commanded. It is a legislative command. And it is a cause and a reason for the preservation of the marital life for the preservation of the marital life. The Sheikh, he says, preserving it from any type of severing, any type of disruption. And it is that that will safeguard the family unit as a whole. It is that which will safeguard the family unit as a whole. Now, this is a translation, a rough translation of the meaning of what the Sheikh, he mentions. And... Um, we did it like that so as to reserve some of the time he said and this is in accordance to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-rijal qawamuna ala nisa that the men they are the protectors and maintainers of the, the women and inshallah ta'ala we're going to look to see what is meant by this particular word, يعني, what does it mean that the man is قيم على النساء or على المرأة? 
What does that mean? Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to come to look at that shortly. In any event, the men, they have a role. And the women, they have a role. Each one has a position. And the question is, do you play a position? Because when you don't play a position, then you will find chaos. It will start to arise. When everyone is starting to step outside of their position and try to adopt the position and the mannerisms of the other, then this is going to cause chaos. This is going to cause much destruction and is very harmful. Anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ar-rijal qawwamuna ala nisa bima fadlallahu ba'dahum ala ba'd that the men they are the preservers or they are the maintainers they are the maintainers and protectors of the women due to that which Allah has yani favored some over others na'am wa bima anfaqu min amwalihim and due to what they spend from their money na'am due to what they spend from their money and hence and i want us to really look at this there is also a clear defining of a role and that is of the man and that is that he is supposed to spend upon his family he's supposed to take care of their needs it is the responsibility of the man to take care of the woman it is not the responsibility of the woman to take care of the man now everyone has their role everyone has their position do you play your position now i'm gonna keep asking that do you play your position because when everyone plays their position, then there will be harmony. The marriage, it will move harmoniously. But when you find the man is starting to act like the woman, and the woman is starting to act like the man, then this is going to cause chaos. This is a quick road to divorce. Naam, it's a quick, quick road to divorce. Anyway, Imam Ibn Kathir, he mentions uh, in speaking and commenting, on the aforementioned verse that the men are the um, protectors of the women and those who spend upon the women. Naam. He says, He said that a man, he is He is upon the woman. What does this mean? It is often translated as the protectors, maintainers, right? And the like. But there's a component here that we want to look at because it highlights the role in the position the uh, imam kathiri mentions he says huwa a meaning huwa raisuha meaning he is he is her president or he is her leader Naam, he is her leader because in a situation somebody has to lead correct someone has to take the lead he is the leader the man is the leader Naam, wa kabiruha he is yani, the leader over her wahakim naam wahakim and the one yani hakim aliha he is her leader he is the one who is um for lack of a better term like yani to 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 govern what goes on what she does and so on and so forth right to supervise what she is doing wa muaddibuha naam and he is the one who is to check her if she steps out of line. Now, I'm in a, in a manner that is Islamic. We're not talking about you know, any, any type of justification to abuse anyone in any way, shape, or form, not verbally, not physically, not mentally, none of that. None of that. None of that is intended in here and meant by this. No way. No which way, shape, and form. 
But it means that what the man is there and it is his role, his responsibility to make sure that everyone is up to task, to make sure that everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because at the end of the affair, he is the shepherd over his flock and his flock includes his wife and he will be questioned about her. Naam. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said, all of you are shepherds, and all of you will be asked about that and, you know, over their flock, over that which they are shepherds over. So the man is, a, is the overall shepherd of the family, including what? Over the wife. So he has to you know, make sure that he is doing what he is supposed to be doing, and also that she is doing what she's supposed to be doing. Now, this does not mean that she cannot also advise him. This does not mean that she that yani, she can yani, uh, that she cannot correct him. No, she can correct him. She can advise him. She could point him in the direction of things that are good, no doubt about it. But the reality of it is, is that when marriages, in order for marriages to be successful, everyone has to own their position. Men have to start being men, responsible, nam, mature looking over the welfare and the best interests of their family as relates to the hereafter and as relates to this worldly life. The men have to take that responsibility very seriously because what? That's their role. That's their position. Are we playing our position? Do you play your position? The man has to be a man. And anyway, the man has to spend upon his wife. The man has to take care of her needs. It's not upon the woman to feed herself. It's not upon the woman to clothe herself or to pay her own rent. It's not upon the woman to do any of these things, but it's upon the man to do it. It's upon the man to spend upon his family. Now, so men have to stop being men. But at the same time, women got to stop being women and stop trying to be men. You know, let me say that again. Women have to stop being women and stop trying to be men. You go ahead and chase after that Western woman who's trying to be a man. You go ahead and chase after that Western woman who's trying to be a man, that modern woman who's trying to be a man, and you see what's going to happen to your family. The same thing happened to their families. The same thing that happened to their families. Look at the dysfunction inside of the Western family. Yeah, subhanAllah, the dysfunction is to such an extent and to such a level right now that the men are not being men, women are not being women, Boys are not being boys and girls are not being girls. People are growing up totally confused. The boy want to put on a dress. The girl want to act like a boy. Yeah, subhanAllah. Huh? This is the end result of everybody just switching around. and so You're never going to win like that. To put it into a sports reference, for those who understand the reference to catch it, yeah. if you have a team, for example, the quarterback is the quarterback, the running back is the running back, the wide receiver is the wide receiver, so on and so forth. Each has a job, each has a position. If that team were to decide that they're going to switch positions and now the running back is going to call the plays and, 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 and the wide receiver is going to throw the ball to the quarterback, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, how are they going to win? Huh? No one, no one is 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 staying within their lane, within their position. They're not gonna win. So likewise, if the woman is trying to act like the man and the man is trying to act like the woman, I mean, what's next? So you you gonna give you gonna give her your 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 jalabiya? You gonna take her jilbab? You gonna put on a khimar? And she's gonna put on a shmar? Gutra? Yeah, subhanallah, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, do you are you playing your position? Huh? Are you playing your position? It, the women. They have to obey 
their husbands, and this is not something that is from myself. This is not something that is from you. This is from the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the one who defines the roles, who role is what. Allah ta'ala made it very clear in this verse. It is the role of the man, the responsibility of the man to take care of the women, to spin on the women. It is not the responsibility of the women to spin on the men. So any man that is suffice to, to have a sugar mama and then let her take care of everything, then you are weak. You're a weak person. You're a pitiful, pathetic individual. You should, this is not from manhood in any which way, shape, and form. Period. Period. But it's for the men to take care of the women. What's the proof? This verse right here from Surah and nisa verse 34. It is for the men to take care of the women. The men have to play their position. And just like the man does not have a choice as relates to that, likewise, the women, you don't have a choice as relates to your position. You have to play your position if the marriage is going to work. If the marriage is going to work, it's going to be functional. The type of marriage and it's like, yeah, I need that of which a functional society is built on top of it, everybody has to play their position, period. The Sheikh he says, he said, in Allah Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He is the one who has made the responsibility of the woman to establish obedience to her Lord and obedience to her husband, obedience to her Lord, period. And, but obedience to her husband in ma'roof, and that which is halal. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, That there is no obedience to the creation that involves disobedience to the Creator. So, if the man commands the woman to do something that is halal within her ability, so on and so forth, then she has to do it. She has to do it. Because this is binding upon her. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has made that binding upon her. Let us look at some verses. Bithnilahi ta'ala, this first one we're going to look at again later in another episode. Bithnilahi ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, فالصالحات. So the righteous good women. Naam. The righteous good women. Listen to how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the descriptions and the characteristic that he gives to the righteous good woman. It's not for us to make up what we think righteousness is. That's, that, no, that's not for us. We don't have that right. We don't have that right to make up what we think righteousness is. Everyone now very opinionated and they believe that their opinion is worth something. But the reality of it is, is that your opinion is worth nothing. I want to say your opinion don't mean nothing. It's not worth anything. It's like you having a different opinion as relates to the sky. A person comes and wants to say, no, the sky is below and the ground is above. And that's my opinion. Then your opinion is worth nothing. Is your opinion is worthless. We don't care about your opinion. Why? Because it does not change reality. Now the sky is still up and the ground is still below. It doesn't change. You can't say, but I have a right to my opinion, right? Yeah, you got a right to your opinion. You got a right to be wrong too. Anyway, Allah Ta'ala He says, Fasalihat, Qanitat, those women who are righteous. Those women who are qanitat. The ulama, they mention that qanitat. What this means, and like I said, we're going to come more, look at this verse a little more later uh, in another episode. 
but this means those who obey, those women who obey their husbands. This is what it means. This is how the Salaf, they explain this verse. This is what it means. Qanitat here in this ayah, those women who obey their husbands. Hafidhat, those women who preserve. Yani hafidhatun lil ghaybi bima hafidhallah. Those women who they preserve their the trust and the secrets between them and their husbands and those things that they got to keep secret. Naam. They preserve that uh, with that which Allah Ta'ala has preserved, with that which Allah Ta'ala He has preserved. Uh, here in this ayah is a clear, is a clear proof and evidence that establishes the fact that the women they have to obey their husbands. Naam, they have to obey their husbands. And this obedience now, let me ask you again, is this something that is intrinsic or something that is earned? Naam, are they to be obeyed? Because that's their position, or do they have to earn the obedience of the wife? The verse seems clear. Naam, the man is to be obeyed. The husband is to be to be obeyed by the wife. This is the proof. Let me ask. Let me ask another question. Does the woman have to earn the right to be spent upon, or? Is it her right that the man spends upon her, period? Oh, you see, when you flip the table, you're still sitting at the table. Anyway, if, 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 if you look at it from another, from another perspective, what happens? It makes a little more sense. Does the, does the man have to earn the right to be obeyed by the, by, the, by the wife? Of course not. The same way the wife does not have to earn the right to be spent upon and have her needs taken care of. As soon as you decide you want to marry her, brother, you got to take care of her. As soon as you decide you want to marry her, you got to take care of her. You got to spend upon her. You have to spend upon your family. You have to take care of their needs. Now, it's not upon her to pay for herself. It's not upon her to pay for you. But likewise, you have to obey your husband, sister. You have to obey your husband. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he said, he said, if a woman prays her five daily prayers, and she fasts her month, meaning Ramadan, and she safeguards her privates, she safeguards her private parts, she only use them with her husband, only use them in the halal. And she obeys her husband. Ooh. The Prophet he said what? And she obeys her husband. You get married, sister? You got to obey that brother. That's why the fathers have to be very careful who they marry their daughters to. Have to make sure they marry their daughters to a person that is good. Person that is righteous upon his deen. Why? Because the, the girl has to obey him. Just obey him. So you don't want to marry your daughter to a knucklehead? You want to marry your daughter to an irreligious, irresponsible fool? You want to marry your daughter to a good, responsible, religious brother? At the head of that, what? Religious. He has to be religious upon his deen. Anyway, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, well, And she obeys her husband. Laha, jannah. It will be said to her, You enter into Jannah min ayyi abawab shitti. You enter into Jannah from any door that you want. Min ayi abawabi Jannah shitti. Enter into Jannah from 
any door that you want. Now, this is for who? Let's recap. This is for the woman who prays her five prayers. She fasts her month of Ramadan. She safeguards her private parts and she obeys her husband. It will be said unto her, Jannah Enter into Jannah from any door of Jannah that you want to enter from. Okay? But she has to bring forth these characteristics. One more time. Praise her five daily prayers. Fast the month of Ramadan. Safeguards her private parts. Obeys her husband. She does that. It will, she can, it will be said unto her, enter into Jannah from any door of Jannah that you want. The hadith as relates to this are so many, and the text relates to so many. Another one. The Prophet وسلم, he said, لو كنت أمرا أحدا أن يشجد لغير الله he said, if I were to command anyone to make prostration to other than Allah, then I would command the woman to prostrate to her husband. And by the one who the soul of Muhammad is in his hands. I want you now, listen, sisters, sisters, for real, I want you to listen. I want you to listen really well. This is the statement of the Prophet Don't be listening to these feminist people from over here and these Western women from over here and these Catholic women from all around. Don't listen to nothing that they got to say. I don't want to hear none of that. Oh, but you a chauvinist, this and that. Listen, get rid of these labels. What do you mean? So who cares about these labels, the definition that the West, they gave the Kufar? No one cares about this type of stuff. Keep your labels. Keep your labels. We want to live in accordance to the book and the sunnah, period. I don't care what you call it. I don't care what you call it. Huh? We're going, we want to live in accordance to the book and the sunnah. I don't care what you call it from the outside. I don't care if what you call it. Who cares? Because the reality is, is it is what it is. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, listen, sister, listen. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, and the woman by the he swore by Allah, he said, and by the one who the soul of Muhammad is in his hand, the woman does not establish the right of her Lord. Until she establishes the right of her husband. The woman, you sister, you wife, all you women out there who are wives, all you Muslimat who are wives, you will not establish the right of Allah until you establish the rights of your husband. You hear that? You have to establish the right of your husband. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave an example. He says, وَلَوْ سَأَلَهَا نَفْسَهَا وَهِيَ عَلَى قَتَبٍ He said, and if he were to ask her for herself to spend special time with her intimately, and she was on the, the, the saddle, يعني قطب, يعني it's like the saddle, the saddle they put on the camel, right? She's already mounted up on the camel, already on the camel, نعم. and then her husband requests from her some special time for intimacy. She is not to 
disobey him. She is not to disobey him. She's not to deny him. She's not to deny him. Now, this is to the extent, this is just an example, but this is to the extent, this is to the extent. Now, I want you to really reflect on that because unfortunately, we live in a time where you have these kafirat, you have these believing women, these fasiqat, these filthy women, now, these filthy disbelieving women, and they yani, have made popular this concept to the point where they make popular in Allah Mustaan. You have some Muslim women who are following it in, in, in this way. Yani, subhanAllah, brothers have come and they have mentioned to me and complained to me in marital counseling sessions and so on and so forth. Some of the things that the, some of the sisters that, that, that they are saying, which leads to this type of discord inside of the marriage, this discord inside of the marriage. Yeah, they have this understanding that a man has to earn a right of intimacy. That a man has to earn the right of intimacy. And then they utilize intimacy as a weapon. Some sisters out there telling their husbands, you want punishment. You want punishment? Yeah, subhanAllah, what are you talking about? You want punishment. Where is that understanding from what the Prophet mentioned here in this hadith? And you want to tell a man he want punishment? Huh? SubhanAllah. And we wonder why we have these problems inside of our marriages. Look at these kafirat. Look at them. You, that's the kind of relationship you want with your husband? The type of relationship they have with their husbands? Their broken marriages? Their broken homes? Single women? Talking, I can do better by myself? And she by herself? Do you wonder why she by herself? Look, look at her mentality. Who wants to be with somebody like that? And if you want to act like that, then who want to be with somebody like you? Do you play your position? It is upon everyone that we have to play our positions. But with that, with that, let's be real about it. The Sheikh he mentions, he says, He said, and the husband is commanded from another direction. He said, it is upon the husband from another direction that he does not punish his wife and he does not and he hold her to fault in, 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 in that for her coming up short in the aforementioned things. Now, because she's a human being, she's going to come up short. She may not obey you 100% all the time. She's going to slip up and she's going to uh, come up short. Just like you, brother. You, you may be not taking care of everything you're supposed to take care of. You're not establishing all of her rights as you should be establishing all of her rights. So you can't be hard on her. You can't be hard on her and want to play and and, 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 and want to pull the, you know, you supposed to listen to me card as a weapon over her. No, you have to be just and you have to be patient with her when she comes up short. You have to be patient with her when she comes up short. You can't abuse her and you can't. Yeah, and he utilize your authority over her to be a source of abuse and annoyance for her. This is not correct in any which way, shape, and form. So just like, and this is part of being a man. This is part of being a man is that you're able to be patient and forbearant when you find the women coming up short. And likewise, for the women, though, on the flip side, this is not a license for you to just say, no, no, I, look, I ain't got to listen to you, and you better take it and be forbearant. You done heard what the brother said. Don't take some of it and leave the rest of it, okay? No, everybody has to strive to do what they're supposed to do and then be patient with the other one when the other one comes up short. That makes sense? 
So it is upon the man that you have to be patient with her. And when she's trying, don't find fault. Naam, the Sheikh, he mentions this as well. He says that, وَلَا, ولا عَلَى إِفْرَاطِهَا don't hold her to account for her coming up short in some past dealings with you. Don't do that. And you do not look for faults. Do not try to find faults when that, that will harm her. Do not try to find faults that will be harmful to her when she's trying to obey you. You understand? A person will tell his wife, listen, honey, can you cook some food, please? She cooks the food. Now she he comes, oh, it's, it's too cold. It's, they don't have enough seasoning. Why did you make, why ain't you do this? Why are you, why are you? SubhanAllah, she tried to obey you. Don't get down on her case. Don't, don't, don't beat her over her head. Don't, don't verbally abuse her. She tried to obey you. Be appreciative. Say to her, Jazakallah khayr. Jazakallah khayra. Thank her. Yani, uh, 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 make dua for her Kiss her upon her forehead At least she tried At least she tried If you don't like it Yeah subhanallah this is, You know Come on man Be a man Eat it Eat what you can To satisfy your hunger And then say You had enough You had enough But don't beat her over the head with it Don't throw the plate Don't knock it on the floor Don't put it in the garbage In front of her face Don't do things like that that's not right. That's wrong. When she's trying to do what's right and trying to obey you, you do not find fault with her. You do not, yani, it wasn't enough. Yeah, subhanAllah. Come on, man. You mean to tell me you, you feeling her rights and, and it's always enough? No, sometimes you do stuff and it's not enough. And you expect her to be patient with you. So the same way you wanted her to be patient with you, you got to be patient with her. So do not find fault when she's trying to do what's right. Do not find fault with her when she's trying to do what is right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Allah ta'ala, he says, And if the women have obeyed you, if they have, but if they have returned to the obedience, and if they have obeyed you and returned to obedience, then don't find any means to cause annoyance to her when she's trying to do what's right when she's trying to obey you do not find a means to be an annoyance to her and to hurt her and to yani, uh, use that as a, as, a, as a reason to abuse her and she's trying to do what's right and she's trying to do what's right and it's unfortunate but you have situations out there like that where you have good sisters who are trying to do what's right and you have tyrants tyrannical type of husbands over them who are horrible disgusting and despicable She's trying to do what's right. He throw the food at the wall. She brings the coffee. It's not, oh, it's not to my liking. Smacks it on the floor. You chump. Anybody doing something like that, you was a weakling of an individual. You a pathetic excuse and example of a man. You a pathetic example of a man. You are a horrible example. You are not to do things like this. This is not manly in any which way, shape, and form. And how do you know it's not manly? He wouldn't pull that with a man. Smack a coffee out of, of, out of a man's hand. See what happens to you. Anyway. And it may seem, you know, that this is something that is um, very annoying 
and and uh, whatever the case is, I, I don't know. I don't know how you would say it, but it is something that you see this passion now because it it has to be spoken about like this because we got to get our act together. We got to get our act together. I'm your brother and I love you. You're not always going to hear from me what you like, and and that's just the way it is. You understand? But we got to get our act together. Men need to be men and women need to be women. We have to be patient with each other and overlook the shortcomings. But women trying to be men is not acceptable. Don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. I'll take care of myself. It's not acceptable. Women need to be women. And men need to be men. Want women to spend on you? It's not acceptable. You being a soft chump? It's not acceptable. You not being... Uh, jealous over your women and you letting her go outside the way she want to dress and men talk to her and 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 and, and take whatever they want to take from her with without you huh without any type of jealousy and you standing there like you then you was a pathetic individual this is not acceptable in any which way shape and form this is not honorable period but men have to be men and this does not mean that you become over mat you know macho and you have this toxic masculinity and I mean real toxic masculinity. Not anything these these uh, these uh, people be talking about. Everything is toxic masculinity. Masculinity to them. I'm talking about that that real stuff. That overbearing. That tyrannical type of over the board type of behavior. It's not acceptable. That's not being a man. That's not being a man in any any which way, shape, and form. Period. It's not. But be real men. Men who they are gentle with their women but they don't let anyone cross any lines who have wisdom and understanding with their women and don't let anyone get over and cross no lines. Women who are obedient unto their husbands and that which is ma'ruf and that which is ma'ruf. It is important that men are men and women are women. Because when the man starts acting like the woman and the woman starts acting like a man, then this is a recipe for a divorce. But not just a divorce, because if you have children, then you are setting a bad precedent for your children. Because now they're going to grow up believing these are the roles. So your toxic relationship is going to end up leading to your children having toxic relationships in the future because you have given them a bad example. So now they don't know their roles. They don't know their position. So again, do you play your position? Illa liqa. Astaudirukumullah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.